Happy is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom He has chosen as His heritage. The Lord looks down from heaven, He sees all humankind. From where He sits enthroned, He watches all the inhabitants of the earth, He who fashions the hearts of them all, and observes all their deeds. A king is not saved by his great army, a warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a vain hope for victory, and by its great might, it cannot save. Truly the eye of the Lord is on those who fear Him, on those who hope in His steadfast love, to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord, He is our help and shield. Our heart is glad in Him, because we trust in His holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. New Revised Standard Version Greater than the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. And the presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Greater than. Greater than Dwan Abrams. God is in control of the world. I am not. Neither are you. Although the myth of self-sufficiency and self-reliance completely permeates individualist societies, this in no way lessens the immense transcendence and sovereignty of a hugely big God. In today's psalm, the scene of God looking down from heaven portrays the Lord as above all, firmly in control, clearly seeing the big picture of the entire world. And yet, attentive to all that is happening on the earth. Individual human creatures subscribing to a narrative of personal independence will inevitably run into the Creator God with a story as big as history itself. Success may give us the illusion that our own strength, intelligence, and our ingenuity has brought us the good things we possess, not God. I worked hard for my money and I will do whatever I want with it. And the even more crass, it wasn't God who put food on my table. Are just a few of the power delusions I have heard from others, as if personal accomplishments are unconnected to any other force in the universe. What's more, looking at individualism from the converse angle, our lack of success may cause us to pause and wonder if God is really observing all our deeds, or not. Perhaps the Lord is reclining in His lazy God chair and watching old baseball game replays of the angels. More likely, we have become so expectant of satisfactory service and immediate results as consumers in a capitalist culture that we fail to discern the virtue of patience, that God is not slow in keeping His promises as some would understand it. The sheer fact of the matter is that we need God. And God feels no compulsion from us to be hurried along with divine purposes for humanity. Since God is the ever-present gravity in this world, the way of realizing the good life on this earth is to conform ourselves to the Lord's purposes, and not the other way around. When we learn to exercise the inherent gifts of hope and patience which a gracious God has fashioned in our hearts, then we begin to discover persevering trust, enduring happiness, a settled sense of gladness, and steadfast love. We awaken to the true passion of God for us. Rather than a capricious or indifferent deity, the Lord God looks upon us with endearing faithfulness. God's heart is forever drawn to us. Therefore, we need not attempt to take all matters into our own hands, as if we are alone in the world. If we can see a vision of God high and lifted up, observing us with a gaze of delight, then our spirits open to mercy and we find grace to help us in our time of need. The prophet Zephaniah allows us a glimpse into God's feelings for us. Greater than the Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior bringing victory. He will create calm with His love, He will rejoice over you with singing. Greater than. Greater than Zephaniah 3:17. God labors on our behalf. God has our back. God establishes a safe environment for us. And we must never forget, God delights in you so much that, this very minute, the Lord is singing songs of joy over you. For trust and hope cannot be coerced by another or willed into being by the mind, it can only be generated through the deep conviction of God's broad love for you and me. The best self-help program I know of is not self-help at all, 
it is the self-care of opening to a loving God and allowing God's joy and delight to fill us. God is watching us, and it is the gaze of adoration, not condemnation. Dear God, the one who watches all love comes from you. Anyone who loves is your child and knows you. And anyone who does not love does not know you, for God is love. Thank you for showing me love by sending your one and only Son into the world so that I might have eternal life through Him. Dear God, since you love me that much, I surely ought to love others. May you live in me and may the love of Jesus be brought to full expression in me through the power of the Spirit. Amen.